Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Welcome to the No Spin News, Thursday, December 7th, Pearl Harbor Day, 2023. Stand up for your country. So lots of politics today, and I promise you my analysis will not be boring. And uh, we're going to advance the story down the lane because, you know, we're almost there. We're almost starting to vote for president in this country. And I told you yesterday that 2024 next year, going to be one of the most important years in American history. If these progressives are not stopped, then the United States, as we know it today, is going to disappear. And I'm not, that's not hyperbola. That's not uh, Trump's a Nazi. That's not propaganda. That is absolute fact. These progressives, and we're going to tell you tonight exactly how they are making inroads. But first, the Republican debate. Did you see it last night? That is the subject of this evening's talking points memo. So, News Nation, I think, is a worthy enterprise. I, I know I'm prejudiced because uh, they uh, use my commentary. Um, but I think it's on the right track. So they had the fourth debate, which is a coup. The fourth debate featured four Republicans. So it was more contained. It was the best debate, in my opinion. Again, <laughs> I work for News Nation. I don't really work for them. It's, it's more of an alliance. There's nobody telling me what to do. That'll never happen again in my lifetime. And they sent the debate up in Alabama, and there were three moderators, very professional. I thought all three ladies did a nice job. Um, I didn't think that Christie and Ramaswamy should have been on the stage because they don't have any chance. 
and, and their numbers, the poll numbers are really not, they could have easily been um, told, look, you're just not polling as high. And you could have had the two that are, Haley and DeSantis. I think it would have been a better debate, but Ramaswamy, obviously, bomb thrower, livened things up, and we'll get into it. So um, I came on after the debate with my no-spin analysis. Go. Now, the winner of the debate, and I knew you were going to ask, uh, was DeSantis. (laughs) And the reason is that DeSantis tapped into the emotion that Republican voters are feeling when he went after the border and said, I would use violence against these cartel members. The border is the most emotional issue for Republicans. The economy is second. But the, the appalling state of the southern border today was a record number of migrants crossing. DeSantis was right on it. He won the debate because he was able to run down in Florida how he took on the progressive left and won. Haley came across as an establishment figure, okay? She's distant. She's not a culture warrior. She acquits herself well, very intelligent, could run the country, certainly could beat Joe Biden. No doubt in my mind that if it were Nikki Haley against Joe Biden, Haley would win probably in a landslide. But for Republican voters, she doesn't have the verb, the emotion to right the wrongs, which is Trump's trait. He's the warrior. He's going to clean it up. Christie and Ramaswamy should not have been in the debate. It's not News Nation's fault. The Republican National Committee chooses. They have no chance. They're not going to surge. They took up airtime. Okay, so that, that's pretty much what it was. And uh, just to back up my assertion, uh, we have a new Trafalgar poll out of Iowa, which is, of course, the first vote coming up very quickly in January. So uh, the question is, if the Republican caucus rail tomorrow, who would you support? Donald Trump, 45, DeSantis, 22, Nikki Haley, 19, Ramaswamy, 5, Christie, 4. Um, So look, Trump is going to win Iowa, but DeSantis is putting all of his chips there. So I think DeSantis may show well, and Haley, too. I mean, there are a lot of Republicans who don't want Trump because he causes too much chaos. As simple as that. It's a very simple thing. I don't think you're going to find any Republicans in this country that would say in the four years Donald Trump was president, he didn't run the country efficiently. I don't know of any Republican who would say that, particularly because the Supreme Court justices that he selected are saving the country right now. We'll get into that a little bit later. But the chaos that Donald Trump brings puts off a lot of voters. I'm not going to defend the chaos. I wish he he didn't do that. I know he has to do some of it. But I would much rather see him run on his record. And you know that. I'm I'm telling you things you already know. Okay, so let's get into uh, two situations that required fact-checking. And you can't do that if you're a moderator on the scene. You just can't, particularly when one of the moderators, Megyn Kelly, was lobbying an accusation against Governor Christie that he was soft 
on trans students. Roll the tape. You talk about parental rights. Let's talk about them. When you were governor in 2017, you signed a law that required new guidelines for schools dealing with transgender students. Those guidelines required schools to accept a child's preferred gender identity, even if the minor's parents objected. Not true. And it said that there is no duty for schools to notify parents if their son or daughter changes their gender identity, allowing this serious issue to remain a secret between the school and a child. Uh, How is any of that pro-parental rights? By the way, that's simply not true. You're doing what you accuse me that's of, simply, Chris. It is absolutely that's true. That's simply not true. Okay. We can't find anything in that law. Christy signed the law. It's NJS 3067. And it requires the state's education commissioner to develop guidelines for school districts on how to deal with issues facing transgender students. That's the law. We can't find anything that Christie was involved with in New Jersey that says that um, schools have to accept a student's preferred gender. We can't find that. All right. And the school has to keep secret what that preferred gender would be. Maybe it exists. I can't find it. And believe me, I have the best researchers in the country. So let's assume it does not exist. So Megyn Kelly is wrong and Christie is right. And I don't have any use for Chris Christie. I thought it was amusing when he tried to defend Nikki Haley from Ramaswamy's personal attacks. And by saying, don't you attack uh, the ambassador in a personal way. Well, I went, Governor, your entire campaign is based on personal attacks against Donald Trump. I thought that was pretty fascinating. Anyway, but the truth is the truth. So if I'm wrong, if somebody in New Jersey knows about a secret pact that the Students don't have, the school doesn't have to inform their parents of a transgender behavior. Let me know. Because all this thing was in 2017 was guidelines, which is, which are needed. Parents need to know what the school can and can't, are willing to do. Okay. Second one was money. This is fascinating. So Ramaswamy he was the bomb thrower, uh, you know, and I know what he's trying to do. He's trying to get famous. And you'll see him on cable. Somebody will hire him as a, uh, cons- as a contributor. Okay, so he's going after Nikki Haley. Go. Nikki, you were bankrupt when you left the U.N. After you left the U.N., you became a military contractor. You actually started joining service on the board of Boeing, whose back you scratched for a very long time, and then gave foreign multinational speeches like Hillary Clinton is. And now you're a multimillionaire. That math does not add up. It adds up to the fact that you are corrupt. All right. Is that true? Yes. It is. Here are the stats. Here are the backup. In 2018, when Nikki Haley stepped down as U.N. ambassador, she owed a million dollars, a million dollars of debt to Haley family. Okay. 2019 to 20, she took a job on the board of directors at Boeing, collected more than $300,000 for doing so. Okay. Uh, In 2019, she wrote a memoir. With all due respect, it sold 100,000 copies, but we don't know how much she got for that. But I'm going to tell you she got about 400,000. 
That's what, from my knowledge of the publishing industry, probably got 400000 In 19, she bought a $2.4 million home in Kiowa Island, South Carolina. And remember, just a year before that, she was a million in debt because she never couldn't have got a mortgage for 2.4. In 22, she wrote another book. If you want something done, leadership lessons from bold women. She got $350,000 advance for that. 22 again, she made 2.3 million from 11 speaking engagements, all corporate. That is astounding, astounding. And in 23 as well, uh, Forbes estimated she had an $8 million fortune. So in five years, she went from a million in debt to 8 million in the black. Now, is that corrupt? No. Ramaswamy overstepped it. Is it dubious? Yes. The big thing is Boeing. While governor, Nikki Haley gave the Boeing Corporation out of Washington state tax breaks to go to South Carolina to open shop. Nothing wrong with that. Boeing employed a lot of South Carolinians. But then as soon as she gets out of the governorship, she's on the board of directors at Boeing. Okay, Um, you know, you make the call. You make the call. So we fact-checked it. What we told you is in stone, and that is the memo. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. President Biden didn't do anything today. <laughs> so, okay, every day I did nothing. I mean, he didn't even fake it. Okay, he didn't even fake it today. Ah, not doing anything. It's unbelievable. However, yesterday, he was at the White House uh, ranting and raving about Republicans not giving him carte blanche to spend in Ukraine and Israel. Republicans want, in return, a tighten up of the border. And Biden doesn't want to tighten the border. He's more than happy to have everybody in the world, and I mean that literally, come to this country. Um, But... A reporter shouted a question at Biden. Go. Can you explain to the Americans, uh, to Americans amid this impeachment inquiry, why you interacted with so many of your son and brother's foreign business associates? I'm not going to comment that I did not. And it's just a bunch of lies. You didn't interact with many uh, of their lies. business associates? I did not. There's what? lies. What? 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 All right. I don't think it's lies. I think he did interact with his son and brother's business partners. Maybe I'm wrong. The odds that I'm wrong on this are about 100 to 1. Because we have, we know that he took phone calls, that he took dinners with the associates of his brother and son. That's proven. No, he says he didn't. Okay? I did not. (laughs) 
All right. You know, did this get a lot of uh, scrutiny from the corporate media? Yeah, they don't care if he lies. They don't care. So he's doubling down. Okay, here's a very interesting story. It's happened in the House of Representatives. There was a resolution that said this, quote, strongly condemning and denouncing the drastic rise of anti-Semitism in the United States and around the world, House Resolution 894. So 14 uh, House members voted against that. They don't want to condemn the rise of anti-Semitism. 13 Democrats and one Republican. They are Bowman Bush, Connolly, Garcia, Gravelea, Jayapal, Lee, Cortez, Omar, Presley, Ramirez, Tlaib, Watson, and the Republican, Watson Coleman, I should say, from Jersey, Massey. Okay, so they don't want to condemn the rise in anti-Semitism there. Now, how could you not want to condemn the rise in anti-Semitism? So we asked, and Corey Bush, one of the squad from Missouri, said this, we need genuine action, not political games, and a measure doesn't protect our Jewish neighbors from alarming rises in anti-Semitism. It's not supposed to protect them. It's supposed to be a show of outrage. <laughs> Ms. Bush, hello. And Massey, here's what Massey said. Resolution states that all anti-Semitism is anti-Zionism. Uh, that's not true. So Massey can't even read the resolution. Okay? He doesn't even know what it says. He doesn't care what it says. He's a Republican from Kentucky. <laughs> These people is so far gone. All right. We told you yesterday that the uh, migrant encounters at the border broke a record this week. All right. Biden is Biden. Uh, doesn't care. And I mean that literally. The president of the United States does not care how many foreign nationals enter this country. That's it. Doesn't care. Okay. So there is a poll by Rasmussen, pretty reliable. Uh, Democrat 36%, Republican 33%, Independent 31%, fair. Question, how serious a problem is illegal immigration in America? Very serious, 52. Somewhat serious, 29. Not serious, 16. Not very serious, 13. So it's 81% think it's serious. Okay. Which political party do you trust more to handle immigration? Democrats, 37. Republicans, 49. Um, I think this is the big, in the Republican primaries, this is the big issue. In the general, it'll probably be the economy with the border second. U.S. Supreme Court. Now, here's what I was talking about at the Talking Points memo when I said 2024 is one of the most vital years in American history. The progressive left wants a socialist nation. They want strong federal government in Washington to tell all of us what we can and cannot have. The way you get that is by passing a so-called wealth tax, where the government comes in to your life and evaluates everything that you have, takes a piece, even after you've paid your income tax and every other tax they slap on you. And not only do they take a piece of what you have, 
They take a piece of what you've gained on paper. So if you bought Apple at a low price and now you hold it, you have a profit on paper from Apple stock. But you haven't gotten the money because you're holding the stock. You think it'll go higher. Government wants to come in and take a percentage of the paper profit. Okay, wealth tax. If Apple then crashes and comes down and not worth as much as that when the government took whatever they're going to take, you don't get a refund. You don't get anything back. If a wealth tax is passed, no one's going to invest in anything. That would just crash the economy, which is what the progressives want. They want the private marketplace, capitalism, to blow up so they can replace it with socialism. This is what it is. Now, I don't know. I can't make it any clearer than that. So there is a Supreme Court case on this. Charles and Kathleen Moore, retired couple from Redmond, Washington, uh, were taxed on a gain they had, an investment they had, that they didn't cash in. So they filed a federal lawsuit saying, you can't do that. The Constitution says this, quote, Congress shall have the power to lay and collect taxes on incomes from whatever source derived without apportionment to the several states and without regard to any census or enumeration. The last part of that means that there's no wiggle room that Congress and the federal government can tax your income, money you receive, real money income. Not that you might receive, that you have on paper. No. Now, this is in front of the Supreme Court. It will be decided next June. My prediction, and we'll get this on tape, is six to three in favor of the Moors, that the government cannot tax unrealized gains. Supreme Court's going to stop it. But the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, a federal court in California and the West, said, it's okay. That's why it's at the Supreme Court level. So the Moors lost in the Ninth Circuit because that court out in the West, based in San Francisco, is the most liberal federal court in the history of this country. Do we all have it? If you have any other questions, very important that you understand the big picture here, what the progressives want to do. All right? Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com, name in town. Any questions, I will answer them on Monday. Very, very important story. The following countries do have a wealth tax, all right? Spain, Norway, Switzerland, Colombia, France, and Belgium should be on that list. Belgium has a real onus, has a real ornery, I should say, uh, wealth tax. So you go and establish residency in any of those countries. Now, places like Norway and Switzerland, they give you a little off-ramp. I ain't going to get into it. But those countries have a wealth tax. And of course, all the socialist countries, they just take what they want. So if you live in Nicaragua, forget it, <laughs> right? Venezuela, forget it. Cuba, no private property at all. North Korea, Russia, take whatever they want. 
Okay? Want to live there? Planes go there. All right, another mass shooting. Mass shooting is defined. We will remind you, okay, that a mass shooting is four or more people killed, uh, shot by gunfire. Okay? So, Vegas. It happened yesterday. Four dead, including the shooter. He was 67 years old. Anthony Polito wanted to get a job at the University of Nevada, Nevada, Las Vegas. They wouldn't hire him. So he goes in with a handgun and shoots up the place. Four, three people he murders. No reason. Just shoots him up. Press goes wild. You heard about it, right? All right. So this year, so far, here are the stats from the Gun Violence Archive. There have been 632 mass shootings in this country. Eight of them were by a lone gunman nut like the guy in Vegas. Eight. All right. So that leaves uh, 624 mass shootings done by criminals. Drug gangs, bank robber gangs, whatever gangs. Now, you will never hear that from the media, ever. The lone gunmen, as heinous as they are, Ubaldi, you know, you know how terrible, terrible. Florida shooting, Connecticut shooting, on and on. It's awful. These are loons. These are mentally Ill, evil people. But there are fraction. Most of the mass shootings are generated by criminals. You don't hear it reported that way because most of those criminals are black. That's why you don't hear it. And the reportage doesn't fit in to gun control that the media desperately wants. They want to keep guns out of the hands of law-abiding Americans who need the guns to protect themselves. In fact, the by percentage, Jewish people are buying more guns than anyone else right now. But the media, very left-wing media, doesn't want you to be able to buy a gun. They know the criminal gangs will get guns no matter what. They don't obey the law. Gun control doesn't affect them. Just the price of the gun will go up a little bit just to buy them. So you take away all the guns from law-abiding people, but the criminals still have the guns. And the criminals are doing 95% of the mass shootings. Does that make sense to you? That's what's happening. And it's purely a race thing that there's no reporting of it. That's it. I hope we're clarifying here uh, today. That's what I wanted to do in this No Spin News. All right, European Union scientists say 2023 is the warmest year ever in the history of civilization. We're something like that. <laughs> All right, uh, Copernicus, Copernicus Climate Change Service found that uh, the mean temperature January to November of this year, 1.46 Celsius higher than anytime else. All right. I believe it. I believe it. Too much gunk in the air. No doubt. Too much gunk. 
Um, and it might be natural things, El Nino, whatever, but it's getting hotter. And that'll there'll be unintended consequences of that. But again, you don't destroy economic systems. It's an article in uh, the Long Island paper Newsday today about the windmills. Okay, billion dollar project. Billions, because the windmills are 80 feet higher than the ocean. Yeah, how many people are served by the windmills off the far east coast of Long Island? 70,000. Yeah, how much investment is in those windmills? Probably $3 billion. $3 billion to service 70,000. Okay, there you go. Taylor Swift, named at Times Person of the Year. Good for her. However, within minutes of that selection, the racist, uh, disturbed people on the Internet started attacking her and saying she's the person of the year because she's white. I saw this. I'm not even going to mention the names, but it was picked up. The Internet news information sites picked it up. Oh, she only got it because she's white. When are we going to stop this? The way to stop it, and I don't like cancel culture, is just not to print this crap. But the Internet won't do that because they want clicks. That's what they want. Now, the corporate media blackballs people all the time. You know, we went through this. So Liz Cheney gets all of this exposure on CBS, the other networks, uh, because of her hate Trump book. She's on every show. Mark Levin on any shows? No. Bill O'Reilly on any shows? No. They're never going to give Levin and O'Reilly any publicity ever. But Liz Cheney, Cassidy Hutchinson, Rachel Maddow, come on in all day long. This is what it is. That's censorship. Right. Well, let's censor these racists. Right. I don't know about you, and I'm really tired of this. Okay, Pearl Harbor Day. So we have a shock and awe. Shock and awe is a series of reports that I did um, about a year ago, I think. Um, And they're really, really good. And we have on BillOReilly.com from time to time. We did do one on the attack of Pearl Harbor. I don't say on Pearl Harbor because it was an attack that was designed by the Japanese government to get America into the war. They wanted to fight us. Roll the tape. Why didn't the U.S. intel uh, take more seriously a military attack on Pearl Harbor? Well, uh, they looked at it and said the distances were so great and it would require the Japanese carrier force to refuel at sea. And this is something that uh, is today very common. But in 1941, few navies had mastered the uh, skill of refueling ships at sea. And so the distance involved seemed to indicate that it would be too difficult of a proposition for Japan to launch a carrier strike on Pearl Harbor. And U.S. intel was wrong. Yeah. So we weren't warned until day of. Day of, uh, radar picked up 
big convoy of planes coming from the west, east, all right? But nobody was alerted. You know, it was crazy. And Killing the Rising Sun, my book, goes all through this about why Japan did it, what happened, all of that, okay? But for our purposes here today, Pearl Harbor Day changed the world because the next day, Hitler declared war on the United States because they, Hitler, Germany, was allied with the Japanese fascists and 80 million people died. 80 million. And the whole world was changed. Now, the younger core, not only in America, but all over the world, they have no idea what happened. And unfortunately, a lot of them don't care. But the way we live today was all started from Pearl Harbor Day. That's how important December 7th is. So if you want to uh, watch the shock and awe, we have the whole thing posted on BillOReilly.com. You don't have to be a member. Go there, watch it. You'll like it. And then if you read Killing a Rising Sun, you'll really know what happened. All right, this day in history, let's go over the numbers on the Pearl Harbor attack. 82 years ago, um, 1.48 Eastern Time, 7.48 a.m. Hawaiian Time. Sun was just coming up. 2,403 Americans killed, all right, um, 1,178 wounded. So that's a big one-day toll. 29 aircraft, uh, 64 uh, Japanese killed, 24 shot down, 29, I'm sorry, 29 Japanese aircraft shot down, 64 Japanese killed, a um, lot of civilians in Hawaii killed, and all of our fleet was destroyed. So that's what happened. And um, again, changed the way we all live. I wouldn't be here, uh, by the way, and I read about that in Rising Sun, because my father was on his way for the Japanese invasion, which didn't happen because of the atomic bombs. And that's in the book. Okay, we got a good mail segment, a final thought about Christmas. We'll be right back. Let's go to the mail. We have uh, Ralph, concierge member. I'm going to take a moment. So Ralph is smart. And so are all the other thousands of concierge members, because life is full of problems for everybody. When you have a problem that is difficult, you now have access to me, a special email line, 100% confidential. We never, ever say anything about it. You write us your problem. We will then give you advice. If you want to know more about a story, if you want to know a historical fact, if you want to know anything, concierge members get that for a full year, for a very incredibly ridiculously low price, because I want to help you guys. And I do. That's why I'm doing it. it takes my time. It's okay. If you become a concierge or a premium member on BillOReilly.com, you get a free book, any book you want. So it's, I, it's one of these deals like, how come everybody isn't doing this? Even if you hate me, I can give you good advice. All right, so Ralph says, I say, forget giving money to Ukraine. We can't keep giving them money. It'll never solve the problem. If Putin wins in Ukraine, Ralph, the United States will pay a thousand times more over the years than it's paying now. Okay. Sharon. 
In my opinion, Liz Cheney is a traitor to the Republican Party and a traitor to this country for siding with the Democrats on January 6th, among other things. How can a person can speak so hatefully about Trump's policies, which greatly benefited the country, is beyond my comprehension. No, it's not, Sharon. You know why Liz Cheney is speaking ill of Donald Trump. Because Trump attacked her father. That's what it's all about. Janet, no matter what Trump said or will say, the corrupt media will twist it and make a lie out of it. They are a despicable bunch. The worst is they can get away with it. Yes, they can. No constraints on the media. None. Pretty frightening. Charles Rink, Spruce Pine, Alabama. Bill, your stat for Americans owning stock begs the question, how can Biden win again? Do Democrats want their investments totally destroyed? You know, it's a good question, Charles, you're asking. And I do ask that to my liberal friends. I said, look, you guys hurting you, hurting your family, hurting your kids and grandkids. I can still vote for them. The answer is always. Trump is worse. Mike Finian, Jacksonville, Florida. Bill, my wife and I went to dinner recently, restaurant. Wanted to charge me $16 for a glass of wine. Um, I told him no thanks and drank water. Good. And if you believe in Jesus, I mean, it's a long shot, but maybe come down and change the water into wine. Probably not. Don't buy stuff that's a ripoff. No. Nancy Hallman, Petersburg, Virginia. Bill, thank you for telling it like it is. Tonight's no spin jam-packed with clarity we need out here. Keep up the salty and sane light shedding. Been your fan from Inside Edition days. You are mellowing like a fine, you are aging <laughs> like a fine wine. Yeah, yeah, but it's not 16 bucks that I'm going to charge you for me mellowing and aging. I don't know. Am I aging, by the way? I, you know, I think I'm in decent shape, but we'll see. Adele Watros, uh, Bill Great program on Pearl Harbor. Thank you for watching it. We posted it last night. Amazing guest. Learned so much. I appreciate it, Adele. Yelm, Washington. Okay. So uh, this is the last few days for signed books on BillOReilly.com. I just sent out a ton today. Tuesday is a cutoff. All right. So you want me to, and we will personalize a greeting, you know, Merry Christmas to Norman or Shirley or wherever you want, you know, nice little message from you. And then I just sign it. It's great. It's a great deal. Um, But you got to get them in because we got to get them out. So we got what, five days? Try to get them in over the weekend, give my elves a a break. And then we have great discounted stuff all over the place. We uh, urge you to consider giving gift certificates uh, to premium or concierge membership on BillOReilly.com. Every gift certificate you buy, you get a free book. So if you give five gift certificates for membership, you get five free books. Come on! And then we have uh, Crazy Horse, $9.95. Can't do better than that. This is the hardback edition. Then we have Witches and Killers together, $21.95. Terrific deal. United States of Trump and a blue Merry Christmas ornament, tree ornament, which I have on my tree right this moment, $17.95. I just want to show you the mugs again here. I have them right here. Uh, these are the best mugs in the world. They will last you forever. And we got Stand Up For Your Country. We got Team Normal. We have other stuff, too. 
I think we, I, I forget what they are, but mugs are really good stocking stuffers. So all that's on BillOReilly.com. Hanukkah is tonight. Happy Hanukkah to all our uh, Jewish viewers. Um, begins tonight, Festival of the Lights. And Christmas is what, two and a half weeks away? Come on. Got to get on it. Word of the day, no drivel. D-R-I-V-E-L. We're writing at BillOReilly.com. Back with a final thought in a moment. Okay, here's a final thought of the day. So this weekend is really crunch time. You know, if you wait any longer to get your Christmas gifts going on, you're going to get host because you're not going to be able to get the stuff you want. This will be a record buying season, even though Americans are struggling uh, because of the Biden economic policies. People are spending. So you got to get on it. And again, we gave you the smart life tip. Uh, you get a piece of paper. You write down all the people you want to give gifts to and send cards to. Okay. Write them down. So you see them. Don't put them on your phone. Put them on a piece of paper. And then you just check them off. Check them off. Check them off. Check them off. And, uh, you know, you'll feel much better when you get it under control. And this weekend is the time to do that. You get it all under control. I just uh, figured out my Christmas dinner so I can execute that ahead. All right. So you got to be thinking ahead. And that's a good tip for your whole life, by the way. Think ahead. So I have a 2024 calendar. calendar. Not on my phone. It's a regular calendar. It has boxes every day. And I now am putting all the stuff that's coming up in January and throughout the year in the boxes. So I know things almost get out of control today, <laughs> which I hate, by the way. I'm a methodical person. So I'm doing a bunch of radio this week for Killing the Witches to say it's a great Christmas gift, which it is. And we have radio partners all over the place, more than 300 stations. Carry the No Spin News, carry my commentary, whatever. So, you know, we from Alaska to Key West. In fact, I did a Miami affiliate today, or a Miami affiliate. Manny Munoz, good guy. Um, but I stacked it in too much. So we have to lay out the show, we have to execute the show, the TV show, and then I gotta do the radio, and then I had to pick up the, we had my, one of my staff members pick up the signed books, and it got too crazy. Here's how crazy it got. I had to put shampoo in my hair before I got into the shower because I was doing stuff out. I couldn't do stuff in the shower, but I had to get, and I couldn't spend the time. I had a seven minute shave hair soap window <laughs> today. That's what I had. And I had it. So I, I had to put, get water on my hair, put this dopey shampoo on while I'm doing other stuff. That was crazy. That was insane. The terror dogs look at me like, what is this? And the terror dog has to be, you know, because she's on the mend. And we appreciate all the nice cards we got about uh, Holly. And she's back. Not 100%, but she's getting there. So anyway, thank you very much for watching and listening on the radio to the No Spin News. We'll have a column on Sunday. We'll be back on Monday. Have a great weekend.